Welcome back again to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue working our way through the story. Today we are going to be in Psalm chapter 51. Now, after David's defeat of Goliath, David becomes famous nationally. They sing songs about him. The people love him. He's given command as one of the leaders of Saul's armies, and every single battle he goes into, he's successful in. Um, He becomes a celebrity amongst his people. The songs they sing about him even are known by their enemies. And this makes Saul incredibly jealous. Saul is so angry with David that multiple times he tries with the spear to kill him, but David just keeps being successful. No matter how hard Saul tries, Saul sends him into traps, Saul sends him into certain defeats, and David is victorious. And it says that Saul became afraid of David because David was so successful in everything he did and because the Lord was with him and not with Saul. So ultimately, Saul decides that David must die, and he declares David to be an outlaw and begins hunting David with his army. And David lives, running from the army, hiding in caves, as a man living in caves in the desert, like a desert rat, being chased, hiding for year after year after year. David, the anointed next king of Israel, is going to have to wait. And he even has opportunities on multiple occasions to himself end Saul's life. But instead of taking a shortcut, David decides to trust and remain faithful to God. Well, ultimately, Saul's sin becomes so great that Saul is destroyed in battle and his family as well. And David is taken to Hebron where he is set in as the next king, but not of all of Israel of the tribe of Judah. Saul does have another son, and he has been set in as king over the rest of the kingdom. So now a bloody war breaks out between the house of David and Judah and the rest of the kingdom. But ultimately, David is successful and wins over victory over the entire nation and is set in as the unified king of Israel. So you might think, well, then everything's going to go great. Because, you know, David loves the Lord. He's a man after God's own heart. He's a worshiper. But David has this same virus that we call sin flowing through his veins as well. So one night when he should have been with his men on the front lines, but instead has stayed back at his palace, he's up on his roof and he sees a beautiful woman taking a bath. He sends his advisors. They discover that she is the granddaughter of one of his most trusted advisors and the wife of one of his greatest warriors. And David, instead of turning away, instead of turning back, David sends for her, sleeps with her, and gets her pregnant. David knows he's in big trouble, so he comes up with a cover story. He sends for Bathsheba's husband to come from the front lines to sleep with his wife, but he refuses because of honor. He won't do it while his men are deployed on the front lines, so David has him sent back and has him killed. David's now committed murder, he's committed adultery, and he's tried to cover his tracks. He thinks nobody has seen, but God has seen. And the prophet Nathan comes and calls David out. And what will happen next really, I believe, shows something very different about David than many of the characters that we've seen to this point in the story. David is going to repent. 
So today, let's look at Psalm 51. It's a Psalm of David, and it says at the top, if you have headers in your Bible, it says, when the prophet Nathan came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. We begin in verse 1. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all of my iniquity and cleanse me from sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all of my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach your transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, you who are God my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I'd bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite spirit you, God, will not despise. May it please you to prosper Zion, to build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in the sacrifice of the righteous and burnt offerings offered whole. Then bowls will be offered on your altar. Okay, David, when he's called out, David, when he has somebody who comes and speaks the truth to him and who uh, unveils or unmasks his sin, David doesn't run from it. David doesn't hide from it. David doesn't take his place as king and authority and rebel against Nathan or rebel against God. He doesn't flex. Instead, he falls on his face before the Lord. He cries out to God. He repents. He walks away from his sin in brokenness and in humility. He comes before the Lord. Now, this does not mean that David is going to escape all of the consequences here on earth of his sin. If you read the rest of the story, you'll discover that this sin breaks David's family apart. Infighting, death of a child, stuff David will carry and have to deal with because of this sin for the rest of his life. But friends, there's a difference between facing consequences on this earth because of our sin and facing consequences for eternity because of the wages of sin. David was forgiven by God. God never removed his spirit from David. God stayed with David all the way through. His hand was upon David's life. His blessing was upon David's life. And when David died, David went to be with the Lord. Friends, you may have screwed things up really bad here on this earth, and you may be suffering the consequences of your sin, but it is never too late to cry out to God. It is never too late to repent. It is never too late to confess your sins and allow 
our good, wonderful Savior to come and heal and save and restore and help you so that the potential consequences of your sin are just temporary, are just while we're here in this short moment of time that we live this life on this earth. But friends, there is an eternity ahead of us. And I plead with you, I pray that you will confess your sin, that you will call out to Jesus as your Savior, that you will take a lesson from David and learn to be a person who's quick to confess, quick to repent, quick to call out and cry out to the Lord. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that you are our Savior. Thank you that you came into this world to seek and save those who were lost. Thank you that you did not come into this world to condemn the world, but you came into this world to save us. So we cry out to you today. We are a sinful people, and we are so grateful to have you as our Savior. In Jesus' name, amen.